Ash. And I'm Tim. And today we're sitting down with Kristen Settle from Visit Milwaukee. How's it going, Kristen? It's going good. Thanks. Thanks for having us. We're hanging out in the back of Transfer Pizza. So One of my favorite some. places in Milwaukee. Nice. Mm-hmm. We weren't sure if you were allowed to like drop favorites in the things or not. So that's I have good a to lot know. of Milwaukee favorites, so it's okay, okay. to say so that. So it all but goes around. But we're sitting in the new event space in Transfer Pizza, which if you haven't seen it, stop into Transfer and check out this event space. It's perfect for graduations and gatherings and rehearsal dinners and just a big party with your friends. Yeah, because I've come here a lot and I never knew there was even this over here. I know it just keeps going. This <laughs> space just opened. It's brand new. It opened in um, March of this li- of this year. So it's really exciting for transfer. They've been around 10 years, yeah. obviously a staple in this neighborhood. Um, some of the best pizza in Milwaukee. And it's great that they have this new event space with a bar I- even yeah. inside of it that um, that you can get your beverages right here. So, um, yeah, thanks to Transfer Pizza yeah, for hosting seriously. us tonight. We yes. ordered a Milwaukee special, which is my favorite sausage, mushroom, and onion. Uh, Josh didn't want that one. He wanted the super garlicky one, but well, yeah, the special. Well, well, I ordered a special for us. Oh, nice. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, there we go. So now I he's got, right. I got you covered. Yeah, you were selling it, and then Tim's like, oh, garlic. Uh, I just didn't want to, you know, make people pass out if they smelled my breath or something. So <laughs> that's a But you mentioned the neighborhood. Is this technically Bayview, or is this Fifth Ward? You know, it's interesting that you should ask that. I always say that transfer at First and Mitchell here is on the edge of Walker's Point and Bayview. So okay. it's kind of like in this like weird section where the two neighborhoods meet. But it's certainly very exciting um, to be on this side of town in Milwaukee. So much is happening mm-hmm. both in Walker's Point and in Bayview and really all over the city. It's just it's a great vibe in this area. Right. And this is prime Milverine territory <laughs> as well. It is prime Milverine territory. <laughs> I actually saw him at Summerfest. So did I. My sighting was at Summerfest. We took our kids for Kids Fest. And uh, mm. I had to explain to my kids um, who that man was walking <laughs> yeah. past us and why their dad and I got so excited. So. I uh, I stopped him and took a picture with him Good at, at Summerfest. And he was, of course, shirtless because that's what he does. And so I kind of went and gave him like this handshake, you know, type thing. And I put my hand on his back and it was very, very wet. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is just one of those yeah. things that makes Milwaukee so wonderfully yes. random <laughs> is that we have Milverine sightings. That's right. So... Lion sightings sometimes. Nope. No. Lion sightings. No. I mean, there's all sorts Happens. of crazy things. That there's buried treasure in Milwaukee. Did you guys know that? No. No. There is buried treasure in <laughs> Milwaukee, and um, it's very exciting. There's uh, in Lake Park. Hmm. Um, there is allegedly a buried treasure. So back in the 1980s, an author named Byron Price wrote a book, and he went to all of these public parks across the country and in Canada and buried a plexiglass box. And inside of the box is a cask, and inside of the cask is a key. And if you turn the key into what is now Byron Price's estate, you are rewarded with a jewel. There are 13 of these buried across the country. Two have been found, one in Cleveland and one in Chicago. And the Travel Channel was here last April in Lake Park. And thank you very much to the (laughs) Milwaukee County Park System for (laughs) allowing us to dig up Lake Park. And we went looking for the treasure, and we didn't find it. But I've spent a lot of time looking at the clues. I think I know where it is, Ooh. and I want the Travel Channel to come back oh. and, and help me find it again. So it was it's very exciting, but we have buried treasure in Lake Park, of course, designed by Frederick Law Olmsted, um, who also designed Central Park in New York. But, yeah, we got some buried treasure here in Milwaukee. It's all this random stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. So get your shovels and start digging <laughs> at, Lake, at Lake Park. Yeah. If they, I don't know Can if you tell where, where Travel Channel dug? So you just avoid that area and kind of spread and keep yeah, it from it's there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> good. 
Perfect. Yeah. So tell us about Visit Milwaukee. Okay, great question. (laughs) Now that we're halfway through, right? Visit (laughs) Milwaukee is the Convention and Visitors Bureau for the city of Milwaukee. So it is our job to welcome tourists, to bring in conventions and meetings, and to improve the economic impact of tourism. Last year, tourism in Milwaukee had a $5.4 billion economic impact in the greater Milwaukee area and was responsible for over 51,000 full-time jobs in the tourism and hospitality sector and then countless thousands of other part-time jobs too. So it is a big industry, not only for the city of Milwaukee, but really for the entire state. Um, And Milwaukee represents 20% of the state's total tourism market. So we're very excited to be the number one destination in the state. We obviously have a lot to offer people um, and tourism and hospitality is no joke. It is a great uh, way to start a career. It's a great Mm -hmm. way to have a career. Um, And I love what I do at Visit Milwaukee because I get to tell everybody how awesome Milwaukee is each and every day. And I get to learn all of these fantastic secrets about the city. And I get to go to great restaurants and great museums. And even though it may be my fourth time at this particular museum this month, it is the person I am with, it's their first time seeing it. So you really get a new appreciation for the places that we sometimes take for granted. Awesome. I love the Milwaukee Public Museum because I'm the rat. I love the rattlesnake button. Yeah, they have a shirt now too. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah, this oh, says like keep calm and find the rattlesnake button or uh. something. So yeah, the Public Museum is one of those great treasures. Did you know that Milwaukee is the birthplace of the diorama? No. <laughs> there you go. Another fun <laughs> fact: Milwaukee yeah. is the birthplace of the diorama. So yeah. and you can see all of those at the at the Milwaukee Public Museum. Great place. I love the butterfly exhibit, yeah. particularly in the winter when it's cold outside and you go and it's warm and lush and tropical in there. And and um, my kids love the dinosaurs mm. and um, and just the rainforest and seeing everything. So it's Public Museum is a great stop. I look forward to food and froth there every year. Food and froth is fun. So. My that's one of my husband's favorite events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's watching us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 My family is here. Fair warning. Yeah. yeah. Hello, family. <laughs> I'm a big art museum guy myself. It's yeah. always shocking, like the the killer stuff they'll get there, like the exhibits that come through. The Frank so. the Frank Lloyd Wright one was my favorite. That was from a f- that's a few years ago now that it was there, but the Frank Lloyd Wright one is actually when I was working at the Milwaukee Art oh Museum. Oh really? So I did a five-year stint at the Milwaukee Art Museum, and the Frank Lloyd Wright show was during that time, and he is another one of those Milwaukee <laughs> and really Wisconsin treasures who did so much for architecture yeah. and. You know, to, to go and visit his sites now, whether it's the Burnham Street houses here in Milwaukee or the Greek Orthodox Church in Wauwatosa, um, or even to drive down to um, Wing Spread at S.C. Johnson and, of course, out to Taliesin, his home in Spring Green. I mean, what a genius. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, probably not the best guy overall, yeah, but yeah. what a genius. And <laughs> what he did for architects and what his school continues to do is just right. really something. So that was a great, yeah, great I loved it. exhibition. Yeah. I mean, the stuff that the museum pulled from it collection and then as well as, as the stuff we got from the Frank Lloyd Wright Foundation that was that was really something we're both big mid-century modern guys nice so yeah speaking our language yeah so <laughs> I loved it that was awesome yeah. nice so then how long have you been with Visit Milwaukee then I've been with Visit Milwaukee for three and a half years okay awesome so cool. yeah it's pretty it's uh, it, you know like I said it's a great place to work we talk about how amazing Milwaukee is each and every day and I think the thing that I love most about my job is that I know my job makes a positive impact on the city so mm-hmm. whether that is 
through articles um, like the one that just came out in Vogue magazine or the one that came out in um, The Economist, um, Wine Enthusiast, USA Today, the Chicago Tribune. Um, you know, word is getting out around Milwaukee, and that's what I do there. Um, mm. So I lead an incredible team of people whose job it is to tell travel writers how amazing Milwaukee is and then get good press coverage on it. Mm. But then we have this incredible sales team who goes out there and sells the city for meetings and conventions and events. So mm. whether it's the Northwestern Mutual Convention, the Harley-Davidson anniversaries and rallies that happen, the anime convention that happens each and every year, the USA Triathlons mm. that were here for three years in a row. Um, and now, of course, we're working on the Democratic National yeah. Convention bid that's coming in a few years too so it's just it's an incredibly dedicated team of people who love this city and i it's just a great place to be yeah it is it is so my my first job out of college i worked at the milwaukee public market so i worked in their office and uh i did like their email campaigns and stuff like that so i remember at least talking at that time this was a while ago and i'm a little old older than i look um <laughs> the uh i was always talking to visit uh visit milwaukee people try to really because at that time the market was kind of eh, and now it's awesome the way that you know gangbusters the, yeah it's so great um so and i think we visit milwaukee helped help them a lot at least when i was there so yeah, yeah the public market is one of those places we promote Mm-hmm. all the time because yeah. of the variety of food offerings they have because it's a great place to get souvenirs um, because you can go and sit and have a glass of wine um, they have an outdoor space for people and it really is kind of in the heart of the city yep. so it's a really easy stop for everybody and now of course with the streetcar coming it's going to be an even easier stop for people to get to so the public market again and one of those great milwaukee gems that yep. if you know we always recommend to tourists when they're in town convention yeah. attendees we try to take travel writers there as much as we can too um one of the best lobster rolls in the city yeah. for Ooh. sure um which is amazing and also yeah. one of the best uh, fitting, uh hidden fish fries i like yeah. to say it's that saint, was his favorite like perch fish fry yeah, yeah it's saint it's paul's good. not everybody knows they do a fish fry but they do an amazing fish fry that's in my hidden fish fry category oh nice yeah oh my buddy my buddy paul works there still he'll he'll love your your plug you just made <laughs> for him, so. that's right so i'm curious about like the day-to-day kind of uh visit milwaukee stuff is it like we were talking about the, the Vogue article before we started recording. Is it th- like, do they kind of come to you guys or do you go to them with like, you know, kind of like, almost like PR for the city and shoot that out to everyone? You know, it's a little bit of both. So okay. in some cases we proactively reach out to writers or to publications and say, hey, come to Milwaukee. We think you're going to love it here. And then in other cases they come to us and they say, hey, I'm coming to Milwaukee. Uh, what do I need to see? What do I need to do? Yeah. Um, and then we meet with them whenever we can. So. Um, yeah, you know, life, life in public relations is just different each and every day. You never know what you're going to be dealing with. Um, but particularly when it comes to bringing travel writers in, we have a, a good 50-50 mix of people who want to come to Milwaukee already and then yeah. people who we are proactively pitching and bringing to Milwaukee saying, you got to write about us. So it's really great. And the other thing about Milwaukee that's so amazing is that we have a, quite a few high-quality travel writers already living in the city. Hmm. Um, and so they go out and they promote Milwaukee too which is just wonderful to hear and read about people singing praises of their own city yeah. wow, that's awesome what would you say is the hardest part about being what you do for Milwaukee uh, the hardest part is um, it would be picking favorites uh-huh. and the hardest <laughs> part would be trying to condense 
everything that is so amazing about Milwaukee into 24 hours, 36 <coughs> hours. Uh, it just, you know, it depends on, on the length of stay. So, sure. I mean, you could be here for a month in Milwaukee and still not do all of the wonderfully random things that we have to do in this city. Yeah. I mean, in what other town in the world can you go to a beer garden in the afternoon, the ballet in the evening, and the Mandalucha fight at night? <laughs> I mean, we're the only place, right? So it's really, really, um, uh, you know, on one hand, it's, it's, the easiest part of my job is there's so much to pick from and so much to do in Milwaukee. The hardest part of my job is trying to fit it all in mm -hmm. and trying to decide what do we talk about, what do we profile, where do we take this person. You know, it, that's so it's a it's a good problem to sure. have, but it is definitely sometimes like, oh, if they only had three more hours, where would we <laughs> put them? So that's that's what it is. That's a nice poll with the Mondo Lucho, by the way. I'm, I'm impressed. You just impressed me. So. I know a few things. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, have you done that afternoon? Have I, haven't, I haven't done that afternoon. <laughs> no. okay, I've well done, that's my challenge to yeah, you. Yeah, I've definitely done the beer garden and brewery tours mm -hmm. in, in, one, in one day. Uh, but I haven't put Mondo Lucha, which is wrestling, Josh, if you could, uh, on that list, but I'd like to. So Yeah, you see, you need to make a Milwaukee bucket list. Yeah. You need to make a list of things that you have never done in Milwaukee and then make sure that you check that off. So whether that's mm. an ethnic festival you'd never been to, um, whether that's the Mandalucha fights, the River West 24, um, Port Fish Day up <laughs> in Port Washington. Yeah. I mean, make a list of like Milwaukee bucket list stuff that you want to do and just start checking it off. That's my challenge to everybody. Every summer, you know, we get 100 days, right? Mm. So yeah. like pick 100 things, pick 10 things, whatever, but pick a bucket list of stuff that you've never, ever done mm -hmm. and then get out there and do it. I mean, and it could be things that I think are very obvious to people like the Milwaukee Art Museum, this incredible jewel we have on Lake Michigan. Everyone knows the building, the big white building, but how many people have actually ever been inside? Or how many people actually know that there's an enormous art museum attached there with 30,000 works in their permanent collection? Mm -hmm. So check out the art museum. Check out the Harley-Davidson Museum. I mean, there's another, like, we have the world's only Harley-Davidson Museum with serial number one inside, uh -huh. you know, and <laughs> Elvis's bike inside, and and a bike representing the, the victims of the Japanese tsunami inside. I mean, this place is amazing. Mm -hmm. And how many people have actually been versus just driven by? So, you know, Put it on your bucket list, check something out, even if it's as small as a brewery you've never been to before or a coffee shop you've never been to before. But, you know, make a Milwaukee bucket list and start checking things off. Yeah. Now you just nailed it. He's the coffee guy and I'm the beer guy. So. That's right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good, you guys, it's a good combo. It's like Oscar and Felix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a good, it's like <laughs> Laverne and Shirley. It's a good combo. Uh, yeah. yeah, we definitely argue a lot too, so it's perfect. Right. So right. <laughs> this podcast is essentially our Milwaukee bucket list because yeah. it forces us to. Yeah, check out all kinds of new things stuff that i want to do that you've that you've never or you've done or vice versa so yeah. Yeah. is there any milwaukee let's, let's ur, not urban legends so we mentioned milverine yeah. when i was a kid there was a guy named dick bacon who was alive and uh, i don't know if you know who dick bacon is but he was like nope. mr universe Kay. and he used to sunbathe all year long <laughs> down at the beach even in the winter and he had this like crazy tin foil contraption contraption that he would sit in hmm. so he's He's ripped. He's dead and ripped. But he, he was he, seeing Dick Bacon when I was a kid was pretty awesome. And then going to the witch's house and oh in yeah. Fox, Fox Point. Fox Point. Mary Noel, yeah. yeah, she was a brilliant artist. Mm -hmm. She was amazing. Milwaukee urban legends. I mean, you know, you've mentioned quite a few of them. Yeah. Um, you know, Shakers Cigar Bar is oh one yeah. of the most haunted bars in the in the country. 
Um, and so they hold on to that um, pretty pretty well, which is great. <laughs> yeah. It's great to have that that side of the story. And actually, Milwaukee has a ton of ghosts. So um, there is Gothic Milwaukee is a walking ghost tour of the city, and it's it's pretty cool. So mm. if you're into that supernatural thing, you got to go on the Mo- on the Gothic Milwaukee walking tour. Lots of great spooks that are happening in Milwaukee. So if that's your thing, I, I recommend that. Um, other Milwaukee urban legends. Um, boy, that's a there's there's a few that I can. Th- I mean, well, we're, we were home to the the Crusher and the Bruiser, yeah. two of those great oh, wrestlers. Man, you're pulling these wrestlers, <laughs> and I, it's blowing my mind right I know. now. So you know, I don't know if you've been to the Vanguard down in Bayview. I have, okay, yeah, so yeah. the Vanguard has this great photo of the Crusher and the Bruiser, um, you know, up there, and they have a few sausages named after wrestlers yeah. too. So they go, those guys have really like embraced that wrestling culture. Um, so that's a that's a great place not only for for amazing gourmet sausages, but the Vanguard is also known for cocktails on tap. So you don't have to wait for them to muddle your old fashioned. They literally pour it out of the tap and it's there for you. Uh, um, again, one of my favorites. Um, let's see, other Milwaukee urban legends. Uh, boy, that's, oh, well, you know about Lake Emily, right? Underneath the Northwestern Mutual Building. I knew about that one. Oh, no. So there, there is really? actually, oh. there is actually, so there is actually a lake under the Northwestern Mutual Building, and it's called Lake Emily. Mm-hmm. And there is a team of people who are responsible for making sure that, that the lake stays at the appropriate water levels because the building is built on pilings, much like City Hall is built on yep. pilings, to make sure that the, the pilings stay wet and, uh, and that the lake stays at the proper level. So who knows that there was this lake underneath <laughs> the Northwestern Mutual Building? There you go. See? I did not. There I you knew go. How would you know that one? I could have sworn um, the Paps Mansion talked about it oh. with us. Oh, that with makes both of us. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was listening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, the only thing I didn't know is, is it just, it's not like accessible, right? It's not it's accessible. Like, like no, under, it's not accessible to the under. public. I mean, yeah. you can, I think that there, rumor has it, legend has it, Ooh. that there's actually like a window. You can see it, huh. but, um, but. It's like the pool at the rave. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, that, that you can see it and that it's there. But, um, but yeah, so. So that's that's an urban legend that I know about that I can safely talk about on a podcast. All right, good. That's awesome. a good that's a good pull. We'll, we'll, we'll talk done. about the rest after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fine. Deal. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so we're talking about summer stuff um, and how we need to take advantage of summer as it's here. Do you have anything coming up that our listeners should know about? Oh, for the rest I mean, of the summer. I mean, yeah. it's been not to put you on the so spot. So. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it's been so busy this summer already. So where are we? So we just finished Fest Italiano. So German Fest is coming yeah. up. You know, Milwaukee yeah. has all of its ethnic festivals happening this year, um, and we are just so fortunate to be able to do that. So we still have German Fest coming up at the end of July, and then the Black Arts Festival is returning um, this year, and that is going to be on um, August fourth, that Saturday. Um, We have Mexican Fiesta, we have Irish Fest, which is the largest Celtic festival in the world, um, coming to Milwaukee. Um, Of course, Indian Summer happens in September. Um, But I think the thing I like a lot about Milwaukee is the number of street festivals Mm -hmm. that we have too, Mm -hmm. so free street festivals that we have. So whether that's Brady Street Festival, um, Center Street Days, Garfield Avenue, Blues and Jazz and Cultural Festival. Um, Bronzeville Week is coming up the first week in August, too. So that's going to be happening on like MLK and North. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bronzeville Week is a great celebration of that 
historic Bronzeville neighborhood in Milwaukee and there's so much happening in that corridor that development is alive right now so they have you know the Pete's uh, fruit market opened last year the America's Black Holocaust Museum is happening there they have a new pop-up art studio there so that is just like buzzing with excitement so if you can check out Bronzeville um, during Bronzeville week by all means please do so um, we have pet fest coming up too yeah, I oh, pet, yeah. fest. pet fest <laughs> right I, yeah. I mean you got to do that yep. you got to take your dog yep. and go to pet fest um, let's see what are some of the other ones I love I, I just love the little random festivals that happen so whether that's a, like a really good church festival yeah. um, or whether that's those those free neighborhood street festivals that you don't hear about like that are kind of like underground hmm. um, of course Jazz in the Park continues throughout the summer. Chill on the Hill continues. So all of those little music festivals. Tosa Tonight, if you've never been to Tosa Tonight, that is pretty cool. So that happens on Wednesdays out in Wauwatosa at Hart Park. And, like, the whole community comes out. And they have great food trucks. And they have great alcohol. And they have great music. And it's just a ton of fun for people. It's a real community thing completely kid friendly like they have a giant playground there so mom and dad can bring a blanket and get some dinner there for everybody and then the kids can go play in the playground you get some time to chill <laughs> which is awesome um and then let's see september is oktoberfest here in milwaukee yeah. so everybody's celebrating oktoberfest and then the film festival is coming up too. Oh. And the last two weeks in October, they moved the dates this year from um, from earlier in the year. So it'll be the last two weeks in October. And here's a here's a fun fact: the film festival in Milwaukee is the ninth largest in the country, and oh. is bigger than the Chicago Film Festival. Mm. So they're celebrating their tenth. Uh, anniversary this year Jonathan Jackson has done some amazing things with the film festival with some great community support and the Milwaukee film economy the Milwaukee film economy actually supports more jobs than the Milwaukee beer economy oh. so there oh. you go more people work in film than in beer another yeah. fun fact yeah. so uh, yeah That's so nice. check out the film festival this year they've got a great lineup it's it's exciting it's yeah. super exciting huh. They own the Is that enough now, for right? the summer? Or do you want yeah, to yeah. Keep going? <laughs> no, it's perfect. <laughs> I, oh, oh, I know. Oh my gosh, I totally skipped over State Fair. <laughs> oh oh yeah. yeah, that that thing. Yeah, <laughs> I so, do love the fair. Yeah, so that's but that's another segment in and of itself, right? So State Fair is coming up um, August second through the twelfth, and uh, you know if you don't if you if you don't have plans already to go get your cream puff, make the plans. <laughs> Um, you have to stop at the Wisconsin Products Pavilion. Um, where do you guys stop when you go? Uh, we we cover this, so I always get a bison burrito mm -hmm. at the Wisconsin Products Pavilion. I also get two ears of corn from the Lions. One for each hand. Yep, loaded with butter. Um, I always have every cup of milk flavor from their, well, it's not the Herb Cole milk tent anymore. I think it's the Bucks tent. Uh, and then I always walk through the Expo Center to look at my to buy a super chamois or something Your like sham that. Sham wow. Yeah. 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 I have a two year old, so okay. it's straight to the cows. Straight to the cows, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Straight to the animals. There's all the animals. Yep. Yeah. The anim the animals are great. And I love seeing the teenagers that are there, like taking care of the animals, they are so proud of them. And then I'm so proud of them, you know, because I'm a mom. So right. I like, I get this empathy. And I'm just like, I'm so proud of you because you're so proud of you, you know. So I love I love seeing the animals at the fair because I love how proud those kids are of them. But yeah, you got to stop at the products pavilion. You have to get your cream puff. You have to yeah. get your baked potato and your corn and your Door County cherries and all of that kind of stuff. And then as soon as State Fair is over, in Rumble, 150,000 bikers yeah. for the Harley Davidson 115th anniversary, man. So oh, that cool. is going to be awesome. Oh, wait, it's 115 already? I remember when it was 100. Yeah, 115. Like uh, yeah. <laughs> it was only like yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, 115. 
115 happens Labor Day weekend, August 29th through September 2nd. And mm. this year, it's really focused on the rider experience oh. and the bikes themselves. Mm. So the museum is the center point. It is the cog and the wheel of all events that are happening. But there are events at Bradford Beach, at Veterans Park, at the UWM Panther Arena, um, out at Miller Park. Uh, at all of the dealerships all across Southeastern Wisconsin, they have some really fantastic events planned. Um, and then, of course, there's even events like down at Little Switzerland. They have the um, mm. the bike climb. Um, so it's it's going to be amazing. You'll hear the motorcycles before you see them. They take <laughs> over the town. And these, this is really just some of the nicest people. Like they just lo they love Milwaukee as much as we love Milwaukee. They yeah. love Harley Davidson as much as we love Harley Davidson. So I I love that the city is literally going to like roll out the orange carpet <laughs> and just welcome all of these people to experience Milwaukee. So we're really involved in that. We're really excited for it. I know I've got a countdown on my calendar. Like this is happening. Yeah. So it's exciting. Do you and ride? I do not ride. Mm. Uh -uh. Mm. I haven't gotten there yet. That's on. That's another bucket list. Like, you know, <laughs> like a, I keep looking at my husband who's shaking his head at me right now. That would be amazing. Uh, that would be amazing to get a Harley Davidson. My birthday is coming up. There you um, go. But, uh, but no, I don't. I don't ride yet. But like I'm a company motorcycle. Visit would spring for that. But um, no, it, it, it's just such a great culture to experience and be a part of. And and you know, even though I don't ride, I love the museum yet because it's so much more than a motorcycle museum. It's a it's a history museum um, of the company of Milwaukee and really of America since 1903. And the museum is celebrating its 10th anniversary this year too. So it's a nice little nice little you know bond that they have there so yeah. yeah so the harley experience is coming up so get ready yeah. get your chaps out yeah. <laughs> yeah, they take over all of southeast wisconsin yeah. they so. really do mm -hmm. and actually there are four rides coming in from all over the country all four corners of the country is hosting a, a different ride led by mm -hmm. someone else from the harley davidson family so it's going to be it's going to be really nice to see these people from seattle and san diego and maine and florida all riding in and converging on milwaukee at the same time on the same day and then of course the big parade is happening that sunday mm -hmm. um so they, they will take over the streets of downtown all right boom uh you briefly mentioned this what is little switzerland where it's a ski. It's a ski hill. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, is that like a little neighborhood? That you yeah, don't it's, know about, it's, a, it's a ski hill. So the, what they do is the motorcycle <laughs> climb. So if anyone has been to the museum and is familiar with the statue of the of the guy like rearing up on one wheel with his arm up in the air, so that you literally climb the hill as as you know high as you can and as fast as you can and as far as you can until you tip over so nice. it's exciting and yeah it, <laughs> that's it's really good there's going to be beach racing at bradford beach oh. so they're going to have bikes on the beach which is pretty cool that's cool and then the, the flat track derby is happening at the uwm panther arena and that's where they pour dr pepper syrup on the arena floor on the track and race oh huh yeah all of this information available Wait, why at dr. Visit pepper? because it's this the syrup is super sticky oh Hmm. So, yeah, all of this oh. is at visitmilwaukee.org. You can get your whole Harley Davidson itinerary nice. right there. Yeah. They should get some, like, Sprecker syrup. Hmm. It's not sticky enough, yeah, Josh. Maybe not. You just I heard, you just heard I, why they're not. It should be tradition, you know. That's <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, logistical <laughs> question. Um, 
do you guys cover is it just the city of Milwaukee or is it the entire county? Because I know you kind of like slipped into Tosa. Yeah, no, we cover the we Baron. cover the region. We cover southeastern okay. Wisconsin. So oh, nice. oh, yeah, okay. so we will um, you know we will talk about events happening in Wauwatosa, in Port Washington, um, down in Racine, in Kenosha. Like we Woo. we think yeah, go Kenosha. <laughs> I, we <laughs> think um, y- you know a rising tide lifts all boats. So whatever we can do to promote tourism throughout the region is our goal. So even though convention, uh, even though Kenosha does have Visit Kenosha and Racine has Rural Racine. We love working with them. They're great. But the more that we can do to spread the message and make these connections, the better. So we're, cool. we are more than happy to talk about events that are happening down those areas. I can't tell you how many riders, family riders I've sent on the Jelly Belly factory tour, oh, yeah, yeah. how many people I've sent down to Wing Spread, you know, at S.C. Johnson and Racine. Yeah. So we, we really, um, we share the love regionally, even as far as like Dane County and Green Bay and Kohler. We work with all of them to talk about how amazing Wisconsin is and really how amazing um, just just this is and the thing about Milwaukee that's so cool is because we have General Mitchell International Airport because we have the major airport hub for the state we kind of think of ourselves as like the center point and you can get anywhere else in Wisconsin you need to go within like an hour and a half so like you can get to you can drive fly into Milwaukee and drive to Madison you can fly into Milwaukee and drive to Green Bay drive to Kenosha so we kind of think of ourselves that way yeah Um, and it's really great to have so many partnerships with other destinations throughout the city because we can package it all together and say like this is the place to be look at all of these cool things you can do within a one-hour drive a two-hour drive a three-hour drive so yeah yeah, that's how we work we we love everybody yeah good perfect Should we take a pizza break? Yeah. Yeah, Actually, they brought the the transfer brought the pizza out. So let's eat. So we'll be back. Yeah. And we're back. Ate some delicious pizza. Yeah, it was awesome. That was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't had the garlic one yet, but I will after the episode. Yes, we can't rave about it. Transfer is one of the best gluten-free crusts in town too. So if you're if you're gluten-free, come to Transfer because it's really good. There you go. Boom. So we have a, a set. Just usual questions, yeah. but given your uh, profession, we'll kind of make it a l- not, not lightning round, but a little longer. Okay. So normally do your favorite fish fry, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to say favorite. Yeah. So right. let's categorize. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some <laughs> fish fries in okay. the greater Milwaukee area. Sure, I can do that. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So the um, so I categorized these because I knew this was coming. I just knew <laughs> you guys were <laughs> yeah. gonna ask me, right? Okay. So. Or wait, really quick, do you have a, a preferred order at a fish fry? Yeah, a preferred order. Like what, like what you get? Do you have a oh, specific fish yeah. or? Yeah. So okay, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty boring. I like the cod. Okay. Sometimes baked, sometimes fried, depending on how I'm feeling that day. But I like the cod. Um, and then I prefer potato pancakes. Alright. Um, but I'll take fries if you have them. Yeah. And then you gotta have the you have to have the salted rye bread. Like that's like key for me. And then a good coleslaw. But like I I just go with the cod. It's so. Yeah. You can't mess it up. It's so yeah. good. So I like that, and I like a cool. um, like a lighter breading, not a real heavy one. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my preference. But I mean, the cool. I've had some amazing perches, and I've had yeah. some amazing walleye, and like I even had a really good smelt fish fry once. So oh. there you go. Yeah. So you know, it doesn't get much more Wisconsin than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's that's the thing. That's the thing. So all right. So the the most obviously traditional and like fundamental fish fry is like a good church basement mm. fish fry right wow. you have to find your local community church and see if they have a fish fry so rather than list off the 500 that are in town um you know f- go online find a good neighborhood church fish fry and go check it out because those are the best also did you know that one of milwaukee's nicknames is the city of steeples 
because we have so many churches here in town because every little neighborhood kind of made their own local community church so when you look out like if you're driving over the high-rise bridge or something look out and start counting steeples i mean you know keep your eyes on the road but then keep counting steeples because it's pretty cool so find it find a church basement that's my that's my top tip do you know that tim uh, about the church basement or the, the, or the no <laughs> Milwaukee has so many like nicknames. It does. We are the city of festivals. Yeah. Um, the we cream are city. The cream city. Brew, Brew city. city. Yeah. Um, we are America's third coast. We're oh, America's yeah. fresh coast. Yep. City yep. of steeples. So you know, and then we just we are the home of the flying art museum on the water. <laughs> we are the birthplace of Harley Davidson. Yep. I mean, we have we have a hundred nicknames. Well, that's yeah. awesome. You yeah. know, it's whatever one you right. identify with, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. All right. So for my traditional fish fries, gotta love Kegels in. Yeah. Staple, one of the best. Um, they do a really good job. I love Lakefront Brewery. Um, not only do they have amazing beers um, that are just delicious, but their fish fry is really good, light. You get definitely plenty in an order. And then if you go on a Friday night with the polka band, yeah. I mean, come on. You bring the whole family. You can dance to the polka band. You can sit on the river. That's awesome. Um, Serb Hall over on 51st in Oklahoma. Yeah, they got a drive through They have a drive through <laughs> They do it right. <laughs> they have a drive through So you can get a fish fry for the car ride home and then one for actually when you get home. But, um, no, I love Serb Hall. That's a really good traditional fish fry. And, again, the atmosphere is really, really great. Um, the Bavarian Brew House does a really good traditional mm. German one up uh, in Glendale, like on the north side. So that's a really good one. Um, the And then I like um, the Swingin' Door, which oh, is yeah. like the bar in downtown Milwaukee. Yep. They have a really good one. Lots of fish to choose from. Really, really good. And here's a pro tip at Swingin' Door. Get the vermouth carrots. Mm. Like as a side, they are to die for. Their, their vermouth carrots are the best. So those are, the, those are my mm. traditional ones. So the ones I like to call um, hidden in plain sight, so places you might... I'm interested in this. Right, okay. So we mentioned it earlier, St. Paul's Fish Market in the public market. You know, you never think to get a fish fry there because you see all this fish and you have the lobster or whatever, but they have a really, really good one. So that's a good one, especially at lunch when you're downtown. The um, Polish Community Center on the south side of town. I've been to that one. Okay, so that's another one like you would never in a million years think that they have a fish fry, but they do, and it's amazing. Um, Clifford's oh. in Hales Corners, yeah. right? I mean, that is like the that is a place I like to take people who have never been to Milwaukee before for a fish fry because the family style is so yeah. overwhelming to a new person, <laughs> and I love that. So, you know, you sit down at this giant table, you have this huge platter of fish and fries put in front of you, and, like, you just watch their eyes kind of burst. <laughs> um, so I love Clifford's. That's another hidden in plain sight one. And then Cafe El Sol in the UCC. Have you heard of this one? Uh-uh. Okay, so this is in the United Community Center on the south side, and it's in the basement. And they serve like a, a Puerto Rican style mm-hmm. fish fry. So the fish is a little bit um, lighter, great batter. They serve it with um, beans and rice. So that's one that's like definitely got a cool twist on it. Mm. It's really delicious. You can, it's full bar down there too. Um, but great mariachi music and whatever. So there's another one hidden in plain sight at Cafe El Sol. All so right. pro tip. Yeah. Uh, if you just want to go to a neighborhood bar and get one, Stenny's. Oh, yeah. Love the Stenny's fish fry. Can't complain about that at all. Great atmosphere. Love Stenny's. Um, J&B's on Blue Mound. No, I don't know that one. Okay. So the J&B's Blue Ribbon, really good on Blue Mound Avenue. Um, so that's, I really like that one too. It's out in Tosa. Hmm. And then McBob's. 
Got to go to McBabs on North Avenue. How am I knowing these and you don't know? Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> so this is for your list. This yeah, is for your bucket right, list, right? right? Okay, yeah. so McBabs <laughs> up on North Avenue, known for the Rubens, but they also have a really, really good fish fry. So mm -hmm. I really like going there. And then um, two more categories, fancy. Okay. Your fancy fish fry, Bartolotta's does yeah. a fish fry. Really, really good at um, Rumpus Room downtown. Mm -hmm. So you mm -hmm. can get your, you, they have a plate of bacon you can get, which is what we get when we go. <laughs> and uh, and you can get your plate of bacon, but then they have a really good fish fry too. So Bartolotta's has a really delicious like fish fry if you want to go fancy. And then all you can eat, I mean, Potawatomi, mm -hmm. Hotel and Casino Buffet, right? All you can eat fish fry, really delicious. And if you want the smaller portion, you can go down to the Canal Street Cafe and get the smaller portion. Um, you know, the more meal size, but if you want all you can eat, man, you've got to go to Potawatomi. I could just, just see you being chaotic at the Potawatomi buffet for a Friday fish fry. You know, it's People just, just, just fly, fried fish just flying no, everywhere. No, you no, know? no. They, the buffet actually does a really good job. Yeah, it's good. So it's a good place. You know, they have, they have really great restaurants at Potawatomi, and it's actually yeah. the Midwest's largest gaming destination and largest entertainment destination. So six million people go to Potawatomi each and every year. So you can... Get your fish fry, you eat too much, they have a hotel right there, you yeah. can book a room, stay overnight, sleep it off, get up in the morning, have some breakfast, and then go hit the slots, yeah. right? right? I mean, you got a whole yeah. weekend right there. All because you ate too much at the <laughs> buffet fish fry. So that, those are my fish fry favorites, if that's what you wanted. Perfect. So, yeah. 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 And then um, let me see if there's any others. Oh, we went to, my husband and I went to Irv's Mug. Oh, yeah. And loved it. Oak Creek. Oak Creek down there. I mean, uh, like, that's mm -hmm. a real traditional, yeah. like, bar fish fries so we went there once and loved it we eat at the bar when we go there so there's another one yeah good yeah nice did i hit enough or should i keep going oh, that's pretty good <laughs> no, that's that's yeah. are there other all you can eat ones because i feel like that doesn't come up that often though no, there's bottom. randy's neighbor in neighbor in neighbors in in stalis okay. uh, yeah and they're they're all you can eat too yeah, That's there's there's some and yeah. a lot of the church ones are all you yeah. can eat too. So there's some that that are all you can eat, but um but yeah, I like those are just some of the ones that I like. Yeah. Well, all I you like can it. eat is dangerous, Josh. It is. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, always. It I mean, is. I, I love fish fries. I, I'm really the fish fry guy here. Josh is yeah. starting to transform. It's part of our shtick. <coughs> and uh if I went to an when I do go to an all you can eat, it's I know. Do they lock the much. doors when yeah. they see you coming? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, God, no. No, no, not this guy. Yeah. Nice. It's it's funny to be talking about a fish fry in a pizza place. I know, it is. True. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Do you have a rundown of pizza places? Oh, no. man. Okay, no. now you're, now you're, well, okay, so we're in Transfer Pizzeria yeah. Cafe right on Mitchell Street. I love Transfer. Great owners, great story, great pizza, really delicious. Um, pizza Man, of course, big Milwaukee staple, you know, in their old location up on the east side, and now where they are on Downer and then out in Wauwatosa. So I love Pizza Man, um, some of the best garlic bread in the city at Pizza Man. I gotta mm. say that. Um, there's also Riverfront Pizzeria mm. Cafe on Erie Street, down um, like in the in the Third, third Ward area, mm. um, and then Ricardo's down in Greendale is really delicious. And Ricardo's has an all-you-can-eat Monday night pizza buffet, cool. and that is a great <laughs> night to go. Right? That is that's a great place to go um, because then you can try all of the pizzas that like you may not know about, or you may not want to order a whole cheeseburger pizza, but <laughs> then you try this cheeseburger, like a slice of this cheeseburger pizza with ground beef and pickles. And I mean, it's to die for. So, um, yeah, so I like, I like those, but Milwaukee is another one of those just like yeah. rich with pizza places. Yeah. And do you know the history of Milwaukee style pizza? Thin crust. 
thin crust, but do you know like how it's like <laughs> traditionally supposed to be cooked? I don't. Okay, so the way that you're supposed to cook Milwaukee-style pizza is to uh, roll out the dough, create the dough, stick it in the oven, bake it, take it out, flip it upside down, then put your toppings on the side that you just cooked, oh. and then put it back in the oven. And mm. that's what gives it that cracker-thin crust. Now, the reason it's cut into squares, which is also very, very yes. Milwaukee-style, is so that it fits better on a cocktail napkin. So if you're mm. sitting at a bar, you don't need a plate. You just have a cocktail napkin. If you are out at a cocktail party, you don't need a whole plate. It's just you just have this little tiny petite square mm. of pizza. So that is why Milwaukee-style pizza, which is actually a thing, is, um, is, is very thin cracker crust and cut into squares. Mm. So, yeah. Actually, Milwaukee, if, you, if you're a pizza nut, then Milwaukee Food and City Tours does a great um, pizza bus tour, and they take nice. you to all sorts of great places. Oh. Zafiro's, oh, I forgot yeah. to mention Zafiro's. Um, on Farwell and Brady, <laughs> another fantastic pizza place. And I love eating there because then they bring you the, um, the Parmesan yeah. chips when you sit down, which are delicious. So Zafiro's, that's another great one. Um, but yeah, the Milwaukee uh, Food and City Tours pizza bus tour. So we'll take you to all of the great pizza places in Milwaukee and you really get that pizza history and kind of get the appreciation for the different styles and stuff. Very different than Chicago deep dish. Yeah. Very different. Throw that on the bucket list, Tim. Yeah. It's something I am. Because I love pizza. I love pizza more than I love fish. So. <gasps> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Kind of the wrong I'm a, I'm a Belsturi's guy. Oh, yeah. In, in, uh, Tulsa. in Tulsa on Blue yeah, Mound. Yeah. Theirs is really good. So that's that's one of my favorites. They they have really good garlic bread, too, mm -hmm. and their, their pizza is super cheesy. Yeah. I mm. love balustrades. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. And then yeah. Simmas, of course, is right across yep. the street. Yep. So you can get your pizza and then go across the street and get your cheesecake. Yeah, that's right. And then walk next door to Colectivo and get your cup of coffee to go with it. Like, that is like... That's a little afternoon yeah, right nice there. That's a little corner yeah. there. That's a, that's a good way to spend a Saturday. <laughs> Tim... I s this is normally your segment. I know. And I stole it. That's okay. So, but uh, we kind of we kind of touched on it earlier. But let's say uh, you have friends from out of town. Obviously, you're the pro. Uh, what would you do, and where would you take them? How Obviously, uh, how long? How long are they here? Well, we we usually just say a weekend. Yeah, that's what we usually say. Okay. You could do like maybe like the one day, and then the weekend. <laughs> And then the, they won't leave. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So if you if if you're here for like a day, if you have 24 hours, then I would really hit the bucket list thing. Call so layover. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I would. You have to show them the lakefront. I mean, people don't understand yeah. how stunning and how beautiful our, la our lakefront is, and the fact that it is not developed for commercial use yep. is huge. I mean, Chicago doesn't have that. You know, there's there's buildings all over their lake, but you know, Milwaukee has a long history of protecting its parks, and we have 150 state and county parks in Milwaukee and 1,400 acres of beachfront access. So that is a huge plus for our city. So you have to show them the lakefront, show them the beaches, even take them up to Lake Park and, sh park and show them the vista or, you know, at water. Just, just really show them how beautiful that lake is. And then to the Milwaukee Art Museum to walk around for an hour or two because the depth and the breadth of that collection there um, is just stunning and to realize that you are walking amongst one of the greatest collections of modern art in the country one of the best collections of Gabriel Munters in the country Georgia O'Keeffe's you know all of these fantastic works um, that are in the Milwaukee Art Museum plus the building moves we have the world's only <laughs> yeah. moving art museum I mean <laughs> come on you know it moves three times a day so you got to take them there Harley-Davidson Museum to walk around and just show them just really what makes Milwaukee Milwaukee 
Um, I love to take people to the public market because, again, there is so much choice. They can kind of yep. get what they want to eat, but you get a great vibe for the downtown area with that, too. Um, let's see. Where else is a must-go? I Definitely you have to fit in some sort of sporting event. Mm. So if that's a Brewers game out at Miller Park, which is a ton of fun and I love, um, or, you know, when the new Box Arena opens in about a month, taking them to uh, to a Bucks game at um, at the Wisconsin Entertainment and Sports Complex or even a concert there um, would be a lot of fun just to see that new that new building. Um, is that the official name or is it still getting named? It, the yeah. arena will have a f an official name, but for okay. now it is the Wisconsin Entertainment and Sports Complex. That's the whole development. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Um, it'd be fun to go to Potawatomi and see a show. They have a great um, comedy club at the Northern Lights Theater, and then they also do a bunch of concerts there too. So, you know, maybe there's some sort of like journey revival band <laughs> or or elvis band <laughs> or elvis costello i don't know you know maybe um no or even just going to um any of our great music venues so the riverside you know theater does great concerts and shows the paps does great concerts and shows um i personally love going to see broadway at the marcus center for the performing arts so i take my family there all the time my husband's giving me a big thumbs up right now um, so i love to go i love to go see um the the musicals that are there that i know um the miller high life theater does quite a bit of productions there too so taking in some sort of performing arts while they're here i think is important um let's see what else what time is it now yeah, is it like is evening a, this is a hell of a day <laughs> yeah. is it like the evening the okay all right all right so then um then in the morning maybe go for a nice walk down wisconsin avenue and see sculpture milwaukee which is this huge outdoor art installation of 22 sculptures that line wisconsin avenue um, all the way from the lakefront all the way down to six in wisconsin so being able to showcase that public art would be great um, got to hit up a beer garden, right? Yep. You have to no. hit up a beer garden yep. when you come to Milwaukee. So tra taking them to Estrick Park or um, Hubbard or Humboldt or any one of those places to kind of experience a beer garden. Um, I would love to go bowling at the Holler House. Mm. Tons oh, of man. fun. Yeah. Oldest bowling alley, yep. right? So yep. that would be fun. Uh, maybe take them to Brian's for a cocktail. Um, you know, the oldest cocktail lounge in the state. Um, just show them some of those again those wonderfully random things that makes milwaukee milwaukee yep. that you can only do here so that's a day right yeah. now how much longer do i have <laughs> i mean we haven't gone to any festivals yeah. yet we oh. haven't seen the ballet yet um no there's a, there's just so much to do in this city so and that's the thing that is just yep. i love about this place is that there is you can't sit and say you're bored you're just not you're just not trying mm -hmm. so whether that's our website or a number of other websites that talk about all the cool things that are happening in milwaukee like if you're bored you're just not trying so you just get out and walk around your yeah. neighborhood and meet people and see how cool it is and you know get out that bucket list and check off the domes you know go go see the horticulture gardens the domes and check off check off the groman museum and msoe's campus you know how many people have been there so just find these cool things about milwaukee and go do them Josh keeps giving me the eye because he's like he expects me to do all of these things. I keep, I'm like Tim, you've done that, and I have no, done a lot, I have done a lot of these. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm 31. I've been you know I lived here. I went to school here, so it's like I've done a lot of this stuff. But yeah, that was a good sell. Well done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, if you give me more time, I'd be more yeah. than happy to to keep on going. But I mean, it's just it is just such a great. We're so lucky. This is such a great place to live because no matter what you're into, there's something here for you. Sure. And yeah. if you come to Milwaukee with an open mind, it's going to like just blow your socks off. Mm. 
So, oh, we got to stop at the Bronze Ponds. Ah. On the way out of town, you yeah. got to stop on the Riverwalk, <laughs> go to the Bronze Ponds, get your photo taken. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. What's the name of the statue on Wisconsin Avenue at the very end by the lake? That, that orange one? Is the orange one is called The Calling. Okay. It is by Mark DeSuvero. Hmm. So he has outdoor works all over the country. Um, and uh, and that is the calling that has been there for a very long time. Yeah. It is owned by the Milwaukee Art Museum, who maintains it. Mm. Um, and actually, I know that there, I know it is a source of controversy here in Milwaukee. But uh, I can tell you that um, if you are standing on Wisconsin Avenue, in the middle of the street, don't no traffic, <laughs> right? I mean, let's be safe, safety first. <laughs> if you are standing on Wisconsin Avenue in the middle of the street, the center pole of the calling lines up perfectly with the spine of the Burke Brie Soleil on top of the Milwaukee Art Museum. Mm. And then the, the spikes that go out from the calling line up perfectly with the wings once they are open. And that is a very strategic and specific design element mm. that Santiago Calatrava incorporated oh, nice. into the museum so not many people know that yeah. you know they want the calling removed to showcase the art museum but in fact the calling is considered to be part of the design of the of the Milwaukee Art Museum of the Burke Brie Soleil because it lines up perfectly and that was very deliberate by Mr. Calatrava to yeah. do that one well. of the reasons Santiago Calatrava was chosen as the architect for the Milwaukee Art Museum is because he was uh, a bridge builder, first and foremost, right? That's how he started out his career. And he designed that very cool Ryman Bridge that connects downtown Milwaukee with the lakefront mm. because there's an elevation change, there, um, quite a steep one there, actually. You know that if you've ever tried to like take the, the steps down from O'Donnell mm. Park, there's a very steep elevation change. And so he built a bridge that connects the art museum to downtown Milwaukee, and that's why he was one of the many reasons, but huh. that's you know was like a compelling reason why he was chosen huh. for this work. And now here we are, yeah. you know, what, 17 years later, and it is still the focal point of the city. It is still beautiful. You know, it is still a source of inspiration for so many people. So I have one more question before we wrap this up. And I don't know if you can or can't talk about it. So if you can't, <laughs> that's fine. But the people's flag of Milwaukee is getting a lot of press right now. And uh, I love it personally. I love it. Um, and I actually love the old Milwaukee flag, the, the actual Milwaukee <laughs> flag. Um, it's got its quirks to it, which is why I appreciate it. Um, I know they're pushing the people's flag to get the vote, I think. I think they just... They just had the board. They just met on it. And now they pushed it to the art board. Mm -hmm. What are your feelings on it? I think that I, I think the flag is beautifully designed. There's sure. no question that the symbolism behind it is very strong and powerful and poignant. And I love that the artist behind the flag has has allowed so many people to use it and to take ownership of it and and that. So, but I agree with the Common Council that there is a process that needs to be followed. Um, and you know that they have referred it to the arts board for the next step because that just gives more people more time 
to give input into the process. I mean, if it is going to be the people's flag, let's have as many people sure. weigh in as possible. I know that the, the design process was very inclusive. I know that they reached out to many communities, that many people submitted designs. I, you know, I know that, that the city has done everything they can already to be as inclusive as possible, um, but I think that it's, it's good that we just go one extra step to make sure that everyone's voices yeah. are heard so we really can say it's the people's flag. Um, so we'll see what happens in the process. You know, like you said, it is being kicked to the arts board. Yeah. Um, but, but I, you know, it's just, it's the next step. Maybe the, maybe as the city has evolved from when that first flag was designed, maybe it's time to adopt a new yeah. flag and a new design. So we'll see. And I guess now I do have one final question. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh boy. I, uh, so we talked about how great Milwaukee is and I love it. And you love it. I'm trying to make Josh love it more. <laughs> um, but what would you, what do you think that Milwaukee needs just to make it better? That's a, like that's the city, like the city, the city itself has its issues, and we don't have to get into that. But let's say there's just one overarching theme that you would think you already have an idea that will actually bring Milwaukee to the upper tier in terms of why people want to live here. Um, that's a great question, and I think for me the answer is something that the city is already doing, which is economic growth and development. I mean, there is a ton of investment happening in the city right now, and I think that that is definitely the, the right way to go for the city, whether that's um, public-private partnerships like the new Bucks Arena, um, whether that is private investments like Couture happening out in the lake, whether that's city investments like the whole lakefront gateway redevelopment project. Um, all of those are steps in the right direction. So Milwaukee needs more of that. It needs more investment from the city, more investment from the state, more investment from private investors who want to give to the city. Um, and that could, be, that could be anything from major development projects to startups. I mean, you know, helping those people who are already helping the city. I love Julie Kaufman's investment in the Sherman Phoenix project and really reinvesting in Sherman Park yep. to have, you know, minority ownership and women ownership of those businesses um, to help that community rebuild, but also to help that community thrive. So we need more people like Julie Kaufman who are willing to invest in the city. Um, and, and we're on our way. I mean, yeah. we, that is happening mm -hmm. here in Milwaukee. There is this, this feeling in the air you can't put your finger on right. but you know it's happening um and yeah milwaukee does have its share problems as does any major metropolis exactly. um but we are investing in the city like never before so it's great to see the streetcar come to completion now you know and and we'll literally be able to hop on and hop yeah. off the hop for free for 12 months thanks to potawatomi hotel and casino so that's a great investment um you know just seeing all the developments and and the people taking ownership of things, more companies like Milwaukee yeah. who are doing great things, you know, trying to get people to move to the city, um, more, you know, apartments and condos and development happening. And then the suburbs are just kind of embracing this too. Look at what's happened. Look at the growth in Wauwatosa. Look at the growth in Oak Creek, yep. you know, look at, at the growth in West Dallas that's happening and, and all of these places that are just kind of like booming right now. So more of that, that's what Milwaukee needs more of it. We're on the right path. Um, and and there, th we have a lot of ideas for how to invest yeah. in the future, <laughs> and that's awesome. Um, so I, you know, Milwaukee's just got to keep on going. It's this is this is a great town. This is a mm -hmm. great place to live and a great place to be right now. Um, it's exciting. I mean, to see so many people come together and the universities. I mean, see the universities come together and partner with each other and partner with the companies that are here in town. Did you know that Milwaukee has a hundred thousand college students living in it? 
Ooh. I did not. Right? No one <laughs> thinks that Milwaukee is a college town. Yeah. We're a college town. Um, so it's it's exciting. There's there's this vibe, this thing happening in the yeah. city right now. And I love it. Yeah. All right. That's good. Good answer. Thanks. I accept it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So I have a question. Yeah. Can we do this yeah. again? Sure. Yeah. yeah. We do it as many times as you want. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So this would be, this would be good. And we can, we can chat about Milwaukee. And we yeah. can chat about Go to a different friends. neighborhood. We can, yeah, we can go to, there are 191 neighborhoods <laughs> yeah, in Milwaukee that we can go <laughs> to. <laughs> that we can go yeah. to. Yeah. So there we so go. So, yeah. So you can do that. And if you want, I mean, we can. We can go to visitmilwaukee.org and check out our neighborhood list. I think we've got like 13 profiled. We've got some great photos and great videos. Yeah, we nice. can pick a place and, you know, go hang out in River West or yeah. the Menominee Valley or Bayview or Wauwatosa or Clark Square. I mean, we, I, we, I can keep going. Yeah. We, can, we, can, yeah. we can just pick a place that's and go great. hang out. I think that's a fantastic <laughs> idea. Awesome. So I'm in. So, uh, yeah, so we're wrapping up here. And I, you've heard a few of our episodes, but we always try to wrap the show up by saying on Wisconsin together. By singing it? Saying it. Oh, yeah. okay. I was yeah. like, what did I sign up for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody sings here. No singing. Uh, and so then uh, Josh will kind of cue us up and then we'll just say it and then that's it. Yeah. Okay. Literally just say on Wisconsin. So is there anything together. else you want to plug? <laughs> 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 Uh, no, I think I think this this is a good start. Perfect. This is a good that's, start. That's yeah. Great. That's good with me. So, yeah. Josh, what do you think? All right, that's it. So, as always, on, on Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Hey, everyone! Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Our opening theme is by Nathan Honore. Please follow us on Twitter at Fish Fry Pod or search on Facebook Friday Fish Fry Podcast. Also, if you would like to support our show. You can use our Amazon link on our website, fishfrypod.com, or please rate us on iTunes. Catch you next week.